Welcome to the podcast. My name is Art Moore. This is the Talking About Noise Show. This is the Talking About Noise Show, and I'm your host, Eric Hansen. <laughs> I love how that was a mirror of each other. And this is the Talking About Noise. Welcome for another exciting week of music news, music songwriting. Musicality right there. We're super excited. Yes. So, Eric, what have you been working on this week? Anything cool? Anything fun? Anything interesting? Lyrics. Lyrics. Oh, nothing but lyrics, man. So, last week you had a big announcement. You've been working on now 20 songs of the 100. 28. And you are furiously pounding out lyrics. Get the number right, yo. How many? 28. 28. It's now 28 songs. I was not uh, expecting that. Let me just make two up in my head. 30. <laughs> We are up to 30 songs. I don't think that's how it works. I think it's got to be somewhere. <laughs> it's got to be a little concrete. It's got to be something somewhere. In my mind, I have 120. It's going great. Uh, writing lyrics. Lyrics are very difficult for me, personally. So are, do you uh, pick kind of a, a metaphor to start with, or do you think of like it's all hook? What, how do you work? Do what you work would backwards? art do? And I try and put myself into the character art more. What I would do? How would art write? And then it just comes out And then empty. it just comes and it works for you. Nothing there? Well, I can certainly respect that. Blank space. <laughs> blank space. So. Uh, there's a lot going up here. Not blank space. I can tell you that. Uh, but not always like uh, calm, collected, and <laughs> with a path for the future. Yes. So, anyway. Uh, yeah. What? You doing any recording this week? Uh, nope. You know, I, I'm also... Uh, oh, you're on vacation. That's right. I'm this sorry. Is, this is my vacation week. This I is the forgot. one non-vacation activity I'm in, uh, involving myself in. So uh, This no, is work, folks. No work. None of that stuff. But I did have a co-writing session with my, my co-writing partner, so that was fun. Um, oh. Co-writing is, uh, is a really, really fun activity. I'm oh, really enjoying right. it. Oh, that's right. This is your moonlighting activity. That's right. No more Eric Hansen in my life. Moving on to other people. Well, no, you still have me. You just have someone on the side. That's right. She, Friends with musical benefits. He's my he's my side music project. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ugh, that's weird. Art. And gross. I'm so jealous. <laughs> yeah, we're having fun. Don't leave. We've got five songs in the works. We've got Whoa, lyrics written five for songs. three of them. And we have two more to work out the lyrics, and we're hoping to start recording here in a, Ooh, in a couple we should, weeks. We should have a song off. A song off. Where you guys perform a song, then we perform a song. We meaning me and all my multiple personalities. That's right. And see who wins. That's a great idea. A song off. A song off. All I right. We'll do it. Anyway, I got some news. Let's go to news? news. Yeah, let's go do some news, man. Let me find my little cursor here. News. I, I see you have some news. Yeah, this could be a big news week. We could have lots of uh, interesting things. I've got two things I want to bring up. Okay, you do your two things. And then we'll see about yours, see if they intersect. I'm pretty sure they're not going to intersect. Okay, great. Yeah, okay, you well, go. the very first thing is that uh, Justin Bieber is involved in some legal action with his next-door neighbors. And apparently they have to, uh, his neighbors have sued him for psychologically terrorizing them. <laughs> oh my gosh. Shut up. This no, is not a thing. it's very true. This is not a thing. It's very true. Um, what what so did they say? He Let's see here. They, they egged his house. He egged, he egged their house. Oh, he egged uh, their house. Having late night loud but you parties said it was, with big... It was, it was psychological. Things. So did he egg their house with his mind? And also accused him of spitting on him. Wait, spitting on... Uh, lots of drug use so and wait, who's, aggressive driving. Who's doing the spitting? Who's doing the drugs? Uh, Bieber. 
they're they're well i don't know if beaver's doing the drugs that's that was never uh, alleged but the drug use in his parties was happening you know what that means is that the neighbor was doing the drugs too but he's like i don't want to say who was doing the drugs but someone <laughs> in this vicinity was so so you're saying the neighbor went to the party this none of this stuff happened, people. But you're saying that the neighbor went to the party. If he's not going to take drugs himself, totally and now is suing Justin Bieber. No, I don't think that would everybody's hold up doing in court. drugs. Are. Everybody, yeah. everybody. So well, anyway, lots of people going. do uh, prescription medications prescribed by their doctors. So they and they I did understand that. That's an important thing. They said psychological warfare. What uh, was this? Well, I, okay. So um, I'm going warfare here. I don't know exactly what they're saying. Uh, severe <laughs> emotional distress. That's a, that's I, I, that's psychological terrorism to me. I guess. Psychological. <laughs> oh my gosh, we need to that's clarify my phrase. some terms. That's not a legal term. There. That's my phrase, not theirs. So, um, but he, Your Honor, he has engaged in the, psychological. Uh, the terrorism. lawyers for uh, for Bieber um, have asked, and and the judge. No, no, sorry. So the judge, uh, Superior Court Judge Holly. Jay Fuji said a mental examinations of the Schwartzes, that's the people who are suing Justin Bieber, uh, are required. Seven hours worth of medical exam, uh, mental examinations. What? So um, it's very interesting. So the judge is making the people doing the accusing? Yes, of going through. Be, be subject um, to a mental, mental examination to see their psychological fitness. To that, I just say... Did I just enter Bizarro we, World? We would like to submit Justin Bieber's Insta- Instagram account <laughs> to uh, to just see you know where people are as that, far as... But like that, that doesn't make him crazy. That just makes fitness. him a little brat. I no no I know I know but like you know if we're if we're comparing mental uh, mental spaces here. So here plot twist. Let me just throw a plot twist out there. Let's say I'm on the fence whether I'm crazy, right? Wait, you're on the fence on whether you're thinking about becoming crazy or, or, or whether I am or whether you are. So you're like, ah, you're kind of crazy sometimes, but not all the time. You're able to control some, it, manage your life. I need a life. battery of free psychological tests done sponsored by the state. What am I going to do? I'm going to find a way for the, the court system to pay for it. I like this. This is brilliant. I, I, I think I think there's lots of different options for you to get nope. mental. I need to go uh, find a celebrity, harass them. And the judge Besides, will give me a free wait, battery of tests. On. Which side of the fence are you falling in on here? Because I want I a free battery of definitely on the tests. side of Justin Bieber's neighbors, not on the test side of Justin Bieber. And, but it, it sounds like you are pro, uh, definitely pro Justin Bieber, and, and almost like you are, in fact, a believer. Art, Art, Art is I'm, Eric Hansen a believer? Art, that's I'm, the question I'm asking. I today. am pro psychological testing, and that's it. So that's all I will just, commit to in this exchange. It's just psychological testing. That's all you. That's 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 all I care about. That's your thing. Free testing. Free testing. Run by the state. All right. So they can say <laughs> you're crazy. Yeah, I like it. It sounds it sounds crazy. <laughs> okay, what do you got for me next? Okay, so uh, both BMI and ASCAP. So they oh, are the two. Oh, okay. well, we'll talk about it together once you once you lead it out. No, okay. Uh, well, let's hold hands while we do it. Okay. Oh, I said metaphorically, you gross. Hey, I'm very confident in every aspect of my life. Oh, I okay. don't, I don't mind holding people's hands. Okay, that, give it that to was me. a little weird. BMI, ASCAP. I want to hear it. Oh, okay. So BMI and ASCAP are uh, petitioning the uh, Justice Department for uh, additional uh, type of uh, licensing agreements for uh, the groups for the the music that they they currently license. So in in our in legal circles, art. It's the DOJ 
Oh, sorry. Sorry. Get it, DOJ, get it right. Department of Justice. Eric is always right in these I am. instances. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, what do BMI and ASCAP want? Well, from what I understand, and, and my understanding of this is limited, so you'll have to help me kind of course correct me here a little bit. It, it seems like BMI and ASCAP only have uh, licensing agreements with those who are part of their groups but not with everybody, of course, who is with um, either the other or a different licensing group. But some of the songs are licensed through both BMI or ASCAP, um, and they have multiple writers, not all of which belong to BMI or ASCAP. So they're trying to figure out how to license this music that they have been licensing, and it is now throwing up an additional block to figuring out how to get this licensed music if you don't have 100% uh, of the people who are licensing their song in your catalog, working in your catalog or working with you. And it also doesn't allow, from what I can understand, it doesn't allow people to say, hey, I don't like what's going on with BMI. I want to go somewhere else. I want to go do something else. And honestly, the the whole thing that's interesting to me is that uh, ASCAP and BMI um, – they are, they almost have a monopoly on this area. And so they kind of are, you know, colluding. There, there, there's some collusion there, but there's also some, some, some interesting thing of, of the, the, the Department of Justice is trying to enact things that, that created less monopoly like. And uh, they are, ASCAP and BMI are saying, this is not that thing. This is not helping. This is hurting. Uh, people who are making music. This is people who hurting people who are in the music industry. So we just need to take a second and figure out how to make this work. That's my understanding. So how do you feel? How, or how do you know? What do you know? Also, about is that the Department of Justice already ruled on this and said the one hundred percent rule is in effect. They support it, and BMI and ASCAP are now taking them to an appeals court to get rid of it. So up to this point, how have BMI and ASCAP been proceeding with this information? Have they been uh, licensing only things that are 100%? uh, That's a good question. What is the phrase they use again? You just said it. 100% in... (laughs) Sorry. Um, I I don't even know what I said. What did I say? Um, They said 100% licensing of their song. Right. So that they have 100% of of the ability to license that song. But but they haven't been doing that up to this point, or they have been doing this up to this point. And we don't know that information. We don't. So Art, you should you should research this. You know, we, I have a couple of friends who work in the industry specifically with this we kind of stuff. Have them on the show. We'll, we'll try to get them on the show and uh, and talk to them about this. Music or, lawyers, and then um, we might fall asleep. Music lawyers are interesting people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very. All right. So that's what I got. I think it's interesting. DOJ mucking around in our business. I'm, I'm a very anti big government, anti government, get into all your, all your crap and your stuff. So you are this kind of stuff no. bugs me, but uh, no way, you know, well, I am pro big government to counterbalance. We need a ballast. And I am that ballast. And you are a ballast for big government. 
No, just for your opinions. Just for just to just whatever position you opinions. take, I will take the opposite. Now you know how my wife feels. <laughs> Eric, Eric is the anti-art position maker. <laughs> my wife is nodding her head like, "Oh, I've been dealing with this for a long time." All right, Eric. Okay, you got something else for us in the news? Yes. Okay. Let's hear it. I'm not sure this is news, but is it old? No, I mean it's it's relatively new. Okay, but here we go. Okay, I was reading an article about there's some uh, political stuff happening, a lot of crazy stuff going on. So the article was like, if you're a celebrity... Over there in London? No, no, here in America. Oh, in America? But everywhere right now. Something going on here in America. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so they were like, if you're a celebrity and you want to get involved, here's some tips to get involved, right? And the main tip was... Know what you're talking about. <laughs> the to tip which, number one. To which I laughed, right? That's funny. But apparently it's apropos. On the outset, okay? And so apparently Dr. Dre, or was it Dr. Dre and Jay-Z? I can't remember. Uh, they met with the mayor of L.A. and some Black Lives Matter people got incredibly angry about it. So there was this huge back and forth. So people were like, where do we where do we cross the line? You know, what kind of model do we want? So people were like, look at Beyonce. She's a good model of celebrities, you know, in politics, blah, 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 blah. So I decided we need the talking about noise tips. The celeb aloof celebrities guide to politics. Ooh. Here we go. So not too committed, not too... Here's the thing. Gotcha. You want to be a celebrity, right? We care about partying hard. And being famous. That's Partying hard and being about. famous, number one and number two. And sometimes our fans say, hey, aren't you going to speak out about this? And we're like, yeah, I have to. What is it I'm going to speak out about? Fear no more. We have you covered. You got it here. The Aloof Celebrities Guide to Politics, which I will call Aloof Pratics. Because I, <laughs> I, me- I meshed them together. <laughs> that's pretty, pretty that, catchy. That's actually pretty good, yeah. Aloof Pratics. <clears throat> Okay, All right, primary goal, answer the question without ans- actually answering the question. This is a corollary, of course, to answer the question with a question. Oh, my gosh. Right? And that is tip number one. Tip number one, don't ever no, no, actually no. answer a question. <laughs> sorry, I messed You're that up. ruining it. I know, I'm sorry. What Getting is ahead it? ahead of me. Okay, take the question, turn it into a question you want to answer, and then answer that question. Okay. Art. See where it says question? Ask me that question. Very famous musician Eric Hansen. Would you say that Black Lives Matter is an important is important to American politics? Well, the important thing for all of us to realize is that we need to contemplate. And contemplating it is an important part of our life. So would I say that we need to contemplate? Yes, I would. Contemplating is what we really need to do right now. Now, contemplating to politics is about as important as apple pie is to America. Now, am oh I goodness. saying I love apple pie? I am saying that. I love apple pie. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, that was pretty good. See? And I just answered the questions I wanted to answer. Well, there, there, there are some great, great things about your response there. Number one, I am now hungry, and I feel exactly. like going to Village Inn for some Who apple pie. does not love apple pie? I don't right? feel like buying a full apple pie, because I feel like I might get sick eating a full, but a slice. A slice I could do of a apple slice. pie. Who does not love some and then on top. see right? What I've were we talking about? Exactly, I've appealed to everyone and I've moved off topic, so I I can stay completely aloof. It All right, matter. good job. Doesn't matter. Number two, appeal to the invisible authority. The invisible authority. Art, 
question right there. Ask me a question. Ask. Very famous celebrity, Eric Hansen. What would you do to help decrease the amount of gun violence in our country? <clears throat> Art. So I actually sat down and, and talked about this issue with some very important people. I'm not going to name names, but I, I will say they were from you know Harvard, maybe some higher up places, Oxford. Okay. Okay. So we're dealing with with some crime professors and some very famous economists, and they, they looked at me and they said, "Listen, Eric, you're really the only person who understands the real <laughs> issue of the problem." Okay. Oh my gosh. And, and they they looked at me and they said, "Listen, what we need to do, okay, is is we need to fix this problem, and you are the one who can do it." Oh. The problem the is one. really quite simple. We just need to take these ideas to the public sphere, and that's basically what I'm going to do. Gotcha. Right. So. I've got the best minds in the business working on this behind me, and I can help take care of this problem. This is not a difficult solution. We can solve this together. Wow. That was pretty good. Actually, I think you would be good at training people at this. Okay. Because I get to the end, and I'm not really sure what my question was. Exactly. So how to go about it. I'm appealing to some invisible authority. Who are these magicians? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. As long as you feel good after the answer. It'll work. Stay aloof, my friends. All right. Stay aloof. Number three, shamelessly promote yourself. Art, please read question. All right, here we go. Famous celebrity Eric Hansen. What are your thoughts on decreasing the current trade gap for American trade? That's a very hard one. I don't know that... Celebrities would be asked that question, but go. I want to hear what you have to say. Are, about of that. course, they would be asked because now politically, because economically, I'm, I'm the, actually thinking of the real answer the, I would give for this. The, one. the trade gap, okay, is actually a very important thing to consider within the economic framework of American culture. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now, when I personally look at the trade gap, I see how many albums are selling overseas versus how many albums are selling in America. Okay, and it's very clear a trade gap exists as the outflow of money increases the amount of album sales outside of the United States. Now, the biggest problem we're dealing with, right, is we need to increase album sales within the United oh States. Okay? The, the oh, primary way of doing stop. that please is stop. Stop. to funnel money back into America so more Americans can enjoy the music that I create. <laughs> that was a very Kanye West answer. I like that. Bringing it back to you and you alone. Beautiful, right? Yeah, very good. Shamelessly promote yourself. Number four. Number four. Okay, Art, this is it. Double down. (laughs) Double down. (laughs) And when questioned, just talk louder than the other person. (laughs) All right, what's the question here? Okay. Okay. You have to pretend like, like I just said something wrong, okay? Famous celebrity Eric Hansen. It's obvious that you're wrong. The facts clearly state that crime is decreasing decreasing in major cities. You know what is wrong is the look on your face when you know that I'm right. (laughs) Just because you aren't using the correct information. Listen, I've got people behind me who know what is going on. I've got the sources. And Art, you are not not paying attention, okay? I know what is happening. I'm the one to fix the problem. That sounded very Donald Trump-ish. I like that one. Okay. And as we know, he's a real politician. Number five. Always resort to ad hominem and project if possible. Now, remember, rhyme me what ad hominem means. Ad hominem is a type of fallacy engaged in debates. Okay? okay. So let's say, for example, we're in the middle of a debate. Which we often are. 
And let's say green art, versus red M and M's. Art is arguing that green M and M's are better than. Did you say red? Yes. Okay, red. So red I'm causes arguing, cancer, dude. <laughs> so I'm arguing that red M and M's are better. Ad hominem would be me saying, ladies and gentlemen, the reason we cannot have green M and M's is because art. Well, let's just be honest. Art's an idiot. Okay. And could we allow an idiot to dictate what kind of food we're going to eat? We cannot. Idiots should not be allowed to dictate the kind of food we eat. Therefore, oh. red is better. What I did was I appealed to, I insulted you. I appealed to the insult in order to win an argument. There you go. Logical fallacy. I like it. It's a pure logical fallacy. Let's do it. And it's used all the time. Ad hominem is great. Okay. If we're going to be aloof celebrities, aloof pertics. Aloof pertics. If you actually want to know what you're talking about, don't do any of this stuff. Please don't do any of this stuff. All right, give it to me. Let's let's hear how that question Questions. Question. Famous celebrity Eric Hansen. <laughs> With escalating violence in the country, would it be safe to assume that gun control could possibly be an answer? Listen, Art. I don't want to outright say this, okay? Especially on national television, because I don't want to in- <laughs> imply that you're stupid, okay? I'm just insinuating oh. that you are less intelligible than most people. And because you're less intelligent, you cannot make these types of decisions in front of the camera. You should not be telling these things to the American public. Okay? Uh. Listen, what I'm saying is maybe you should look for a new line of work. It might not hurt at this point. Yeah, that's very Donald Trump. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you very much in the pro-Donald Trump camp of how to speak publicly. That hurt my feelings, Art. Yeah. And because that hurt my feelings, I am going to dismantle you piece by piece. Oh, there you go. Anyway. Very good job, Eric. Aloof Bertics. We have five important All tips. Right. Let's try and use them. And avoid any not a- kind of political conflict at any time. <laughs> the, the main goal is try to answer a question without actually answering a yeah, question. Yeah, you don't want to lose fans. You don't, don't want yep. to be in a Dixie Chick situation. Yep. Go against George Bush. Yep. Basically lose your careers. Yep. And, uh, you know, they haven't even come back since Barack Obama was up there. I mean, and, they just never... And we need to get back to back. partying hard and writing music or making movies, right? We're aloof celebrities. This yeah. is what we do. That's what, that's what they do. That's what we do. All right. Thanks so much, Eric. That's it. Hello, Art. How's it going, Eric? It's going great. What are we talking about today? We are talking talking about about something good. I can't remember what it is. I'm really excited about it. I know. Yeah, we conferred in the podcast meeting. Okay. We have a production meeting every week. It's about four hours long for this Uh 45-minute podcast here. Oh, and then there's the post-production meeting, which lasts another hour. And then there's the post-post-production We watch our footage. We do dailies. We uh, Then there's the post-post-post-production meeting where we eat donuts. Yeah. There's a little bit of donut eating We talked about breaking down lyrics again today. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, that's right. I'm really into writing lyrics right now. So um, I am reading all the lyrics I can. Not only that, I'm really into poetry right now. Who are you I'm, reading right now, poetry-wise? E.E. E. Cummings. Ooh. You don't even know who that is, do you? Uh, I do know who that is, oh, but I, I've never read any of their work. So I need, I, I need to yes. catch up on their work. Anyway, uh, I really like E.E. E. Cummings. Like, it's really, it just hits me right there. Is it soulful? Is it like... Is it you know? No, it's really it's really it it's more dark? of the um, confusing poetry. Like, okay, I think I have ADD because I'll read a line and then I'll be like, "That was deep," 
And then I'll be like, what did I just read? Oh, that was deep. What did I just read? But gotcha. his stuff is pretty good. Okay. We're going to break down um, Love Yourself by Justin Bieber. <laughs> and it's funny that you <laughs> oh brought up gosh. Justin Bieber. Oh, my gosh. No, we, oh are, we need to do this. Okay, We need to do this because we, we've We're talking only... about E.E. E. Cummings. We're like, oh, this is just really good stuff. We're going to break down Justin Bieber today. No, the reason we're doing this is it's a very, very popular song, and I'm still trying to figure out why in the world it's popular. Let why me... is anything popular? Really, why is anything popular? I know, I know. Okay, so What does me... popular even mean? Let me throw down here, okay? This is going to be my pick of the week, but I'm going to bring it out early, okay? Okay. So I have been listening to Hamilton the Musical. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For like... I've listened to it probably five times this it's week. It's really good. I don't. I just can't stop. It's so good. I got addicted to it. So I'm listening to it, and like on maybe the third or fourth listen, I'm like, man, the everything is so intricate. Oh, excuse and, me. And so well done. No wonder it took five and a half years to write because the thing is is so dense and so hard uh, to do. And then I listen to a song like this by Justin Bieber, and I'm like, really? Could like this, this have is, been pumped out in an this afternoon? Is, this is the best that pop music can do? I kind of look at... I, I understand it's different genres and stuff, and I understand pop music appeals to the lowest common denominator. I get it. I get it. All and, right. and Hamilton has like a huge amount of material to work with, right? Right. I mean, okay, so here we only go. has his relationships with whoever he is. Here I mean, he go. doesn't even write... Is this one of the ones he wrote... He wrote the lyrics. He did not write the music. Like the last uh, album he did, he was working with... Yeah, we said it on a podcast, uh, some weird name. It was like DJ Screamy Scrubs or something like that. I can't remember. And I I just remember him saying, I'm not going to write this by myself. You have to be in the studio. You have to write it with me. We're going to write this album together. Yeah, he forced Bieber to come write it. And so I think that's interesting. For his renaissance. Okay, here we go. Justin Bieber, of course, becoming famous for doing covers of YouTube songs. Doing oh, covers right. of songs on YouTube. It took me a second. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, what, the name of the song again? Ne- uh, Love Yourself. Love Yourself. By Justin Bieber. Okay. okay. Verse one For all the times that you rain on my parade, for all the clubs you get in using my name, you think you broke my heart. Oh, girl, for goodness sake. You think I'm crying on my own? Well, I ain't. Okay. Let's break that down. All right. We're rhyming parade, name, sake, ain't. Not bad. Bunch of slight rhymes. Okay. Okay. You liking that okay? Uh, you know, I mean, getting into clubs, using his name, you think you broke my heart. Okay, whatever. Uh, it's not grabbing me yet. Right? Well, the the only problem about this is uh, the generalization, the ability for someone to connect with this on any sort of level. It's pretty rough. Let's also, well, no, let's second. talk about... Um, uh oh my gosh my mind went blank see i do have add uh, um not verse um of course the person uh what person we're speaking to so we're speaking to you you is in the general term the listen it ends up being the listener so it's not it's not um first person it's not third person this is considered like second person where we're speaking to this listener right speaking directly to you right which is a weird yeah go ahead i like it i like that that form of Uh, person right okay and i didn't want to write a song because i didn't want anyone thinking i still care i don't but you still hit my phone up and baby i be moving on and i think you should be something i don't want to hold back maybe you should know that my mama don't like you and she likes everyone 
I actually like that phrase right there. My mama don't like you, and she likes everyone. It sticks in my head. Yeah. That one, I'd probably consider like a power position, maybe. And I never like to admit that I was wrong. And I've been so caught up in my job, didn't see what's going on, but now I know. I'm sleeping better on my own. So overall, I I feel like it's a lot of I, 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 me, me, me. Yeah, it's very... I feel it's a very selfish song. And it's also very just kind of boring. No imagery whatsoever, no metaphors. Heck, at this point, I would settle for a cliché. Any type of metaphoric cliché, some type of simile, something. I'd settle for anything. Any sort of, uh, yeah. The only line I like out of this is, um, my mama don't like you and she likes everyone. That's it. The rest is just kind of like, eh. Whatever. Right. Okay, chorus. Because if you like the way you look so much... Oh, baby, you should go and love yourself. And if you think that I'm still holding on to something, you should go and love yourself. So there's the lyrical hook. You should go and love yourself. He repeats it twice in the chorus, ends with it. Um, The problem with that is now we have a four-line stanza of four lines. um, You know, just kind of a Mm -hmm. boring chorus. Yeah, just so far it's kind of... And when you told me that you hate... Oh, here's uh, verse number two. Sorry. And when you told me that you hated my friends, the only problem with was with you and not them. And every time you told me my opinion was wrong and tried to make me forget where I came from. Uh, okay, so let's just go over that. So we're rhyming... Um, still no metaphor. Still no simile. Still no... Yeah, nothing. Alliteration um, or allegorical. Nothing. Uh, and in this one, we're we're slightly rhyming them and from maybe uh, yeah. friends wrong. There's really no good rhyme scheme in this one. Nothing to make it really stick out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just feels like a whiny teenager could have done a better job than this so far. Uh, nothing really sticks out to me. Okay. Uh, okay. So so far. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Sorry, I didn't point out the pre-chorus previously. Uh, So now, pre-chorus. And I didn't want to write a song because I didn't want anyone thinking I still care. I don't. But you still hit my phone up, and baby, I be moving on. And I think you should be something I don't want to hold back. Maybe you should know that. Okay, interesting. So So again, the I don't want to write a song, but you still hit my phone up thing. Right. Yeah, and the other problem is, I mean, this is a this is repeating the exact same pre-chorus as before. I mean, I feel like this is almost lazy writing. Do pre-choruses generally no. repeat like choruses do, or are they an intro so to? So, in that my thing? opinion, no, they shouldn't. They're they're more versy than they are chorusy. So, if we go back to um, this whole box idea, like we if we want to create a narrative, right, and we wanted to create a story, we start with something small, we build on that, and then we build on that. The chorus is what, what stays the same, but right. the verses and the bridges are what are different. And you can build from verse to verse to make the story even grander or bigger. And, I mean, the fact that you're going to repeat your pre-chorus just speaks laziness to me. Okay. What do I know? I don't know anything. Well, okay, uh, it's obvious, but, you know, we're yeah. here. We're doing this now. Exactly. Let's get through it. All right. <laughs> My mama don't like you, and she likes everyone, and I never like to admit that I was wrong, and I've been so caught up in my job, didn't see what was going on, but now I know. I'm sleeping better on my own. 
Because if you like the, here's the chorus. I know we're, I'm already, I'm falling asleep. Ooh, excuse me. If you like the way you look that <laughs> much, oh well. baby, you should go and love yourself. And if you think I'm still holding on to something, you should go and love yourself. Nothing's changed. Like so, that, that was you the should exact go and love yourself. Read. probably being the hook right at that point. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I already and said that. Pay yeah, attention, young man. No, no, I'm just, I'm just trying to get everything straight. No, in my but head. yeah, that is, sorry. that's the, that would be considered the lyrical hook. That okay. You should go and love yourself. He repeats, he's repeated it four times now. And that's what sticks out. That's why it's called Love Yourself. And that's what sticks out on the song. There we go. I, and I, as far as lyrical hooks go, I don't think it's all that great. Like the first time I heard it, I, I actually had to think about it. I was like, you should go and love yourself. I don't get it. It's kind of a mouthy full phrase, isn't it? Okay, now we're going on to last verse. Okay. For all the times you made me feel small, I fell in love. Now I feel nothing at all. Okay, so we got an AA rhyme there. (sighs) And never felt so low when I was vulnerable. Was I a fool to let you break down my walls? Okay. So we have an AABA rhyme there. And then you have an X rhyme with vulnerable. Well, I guess... All vulnerable. I guess, yeah, no, I guess no. that could work. Vulnerable. Mm, no. Vulnerable. I'm going to go all small Bull. walls, walls and then an X rhyme. Uh, the X that doesn't rhyme. I can just see someone walking into a room right now and we're going, ball, be, ball, bar, ball, bar, right. ball. <laughs> what are you watching? Uh, it's this guy's. They analyze Justin Bieber's music and they really don't like it. <laughs> right? Yeah, <we're> not <laughs> Because if you like the way you look that much, oh, baby, you should go and love yourself. And if you think I'm still holding on to something, you should go and love yourself. And then he repeats that exact same thing again. So we have the lyrical hook a total of eight times in the song. Great job, Justin Bieber. As far as pop lyrical hooks go, that's actually low. (laughs) Yeah, it is. They, They try and fit it in at every single moment. Anyway, it. I think anyone could have written this. It... You you could probably have found something just as good on a subway pavement written subway wall somewhere. Like I just don't feel there's nothing in here, no imagery, yeah, there's nothing, nothing to build on. There's nothing pulling it you in, pushing you whiny. forward. It it definitely is like very much a teenage breakup kind of song. Yeah. But without like the well, I guess. Well, wait. It, it's almost well, like he's like. Let me take it back. There, uh, there is one cliche here at the very beginning. I missed. You do it. have a cliche for all the times that you rain on my parade. One cliche. That's a cliche. We hear right. that hear that a lot. Okay, you rained on my parade. So that makes me a little happier. He yeah, it's a cliche. At least we get a cliche. The rest of it's just I, mm, me, poor me, poor I. Oh, I hurt feelings, feelings, my feelings hurt. Ouch! Don't like you. That's the sum of the song. Which, anyway, which may really kind of connect with a lot of people, you know, younger people. Yeah, I just hate the songs that are but, always just uh, like I, I, I. When you see the the word I in there five hundred times, I'm like, what's this about? Yeah, why should I care about you? The hard thing is, is that songs, in order to be successful, they tend to try to be more generalist. No. And while this does uh, portray some feelings that are, you know, relatable and general. Uh, this idea that uh, my mama never loved you and you should just go love yourself. Oh, man, that's... Yeah, it kind of grates. It's, it's it's a little grating. It's like a cheese grater next to your ear. I don't know. Wait, cheese grater next to your ear? Just like... Chalkboard next to your ear. No, no, like actually grating your ear. That's how, how much this hurts. But you would actually grate your ear? Yes. That's not how the phrase works. 
I'm changing the cliche art <laughs> to a very violent, horrible image. Okay. How about cheese grater on your head? Cheese grater on your head. It's a whole song right there. So that is a breakdown of lyrics that I of love yourself. don't care for. Yeah. We, we tend to get a couple of those in here. Which is good. Um, I mean, we want to mix it up, right? I want to do... Songs that you respect, songs that are important. We, and that we've stuff we've that analyzed we don't uh, do. Florence and the Machine lyrics, which I really liked. Those were we really liked. We did uh, seven... 21 Pilots, just, Stressed Out. I really liked those. Yeah. I thought that those were fantastic. We did Seven Years Old, which you did not like. Seven Years, I Hated It by Lucas Grant. Matter of fact, <laughs> I was in a guy's car... And it came on three times. Like he'd go to a rate. He only had pop stations on. Right. That one came on. He's singing along, oh, and man. like I'm just twirling my thumbs. I'm like, I hate this song. I hate this song. I hate this song. Then right. he changes it. It comes on again. I'm like, and he and he stopped every time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's so he was singing along sometimes. So obviously, I'm not gonna say he was the lowest common de- denominator. <laughs> I'm just gonna say he was probably the lowest common denominator that pop music appeals to. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, he might be. I actually told him that. <laughs> I was like, uh, you might be the lowest common denominator. That Were you like, you know what? You might be what's wrong with America today. <laughs> He's like, why? Because of the music you listen to. It's destroying the fabric of this society. We can just tell by the data of what you eat, what you dress like, and what you're listening to. You're wrong. So you anyway, wrong um, give, us t- give us uh, ideas. Uh, Tweet us out some ideas uh, of lyrics you'd like us to go over. Maybe yeah. uh, or next time we'll do uh, a song, um, whatever you want. Just pick one. That's right. And don't be afraid to comment on our uh, Facebook page or our YouTube channel. Uh, both those places are good places to, to do comments, and uh, we'll try to read those out. We actually had one this week uh, that totally blew away your analysis of a couple of weeks ago. So we will, uh, you know, talk about that oh later. Oh my gosh, it did not <laughs> blow away my. It analysis. was my wife, it was and from- yes, it did. I had to read it three times just to make sure I knew what she was just saying. It blew my mind because I'm not really that smart. <laughs> Remember how we talked about the lowest common denominator? Ah, oh, it's me. I. What's wrong with America today? Okay. We're going to move on, folks. This week, we have a pick of the week. And uh, I, I think it was a, the pick of the week a couple of weeks ago, um, or let me a year ago, when he actually came in the studio and recorded. But, you know, I was listening to his album again, and this guy is seriously talented. He came into the studio, and he recorded, like, every part, first time, no fooling around. So we want to promote him. That's People right. People go buy this stuff or stream it or yeah. whatever. Just put it on re- repeat stream for five hours so he gets $20,000. Exactly. Go and get it. That's probably the best thing. Uh, his name is Jeremy Johnson. Uh, he is an artist. We will include his website down below on the YouTube channel and also in the show notes on our uh, podcast channel, on our podcast website. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and this song is called Goodbye Everything. And uh, I've just been listening to it all day. I feel the ground shaking. I hear the bombs. I feel the boom, but I still sing my songs. I know the war's coming. Revelations now. But the flowers are still growing up from the ground. And as the mushroom clouds and shrapnel shrouds approach, my conscience is all clean, and I don't expect replay. Yeah. 
And I just realized we cut it off right before the chorus, which is actually the, the really good part. We'll fix that later. No, no, we won't. No, it's good. Go find the music. Go cool. uh, go listen to him. He's great. He's also on YouTube, I think, somewhere. So, so my pick of the week is Hamilton the Musical, but we're not going to show a clip or promote it because we already did that on the podcast about a year and a half ago. Yeah, and it's really good. You and should go listen to it. It's so popular right now, it doesn't need to be promoted. No, not, but, not by man, two schmoes like us. Like I am blown away by yeah, how good it is. It's really good. Anyway. All right, folks, catch us at talkingaboutnoise.blogspot.com. Email us at talkingaboutnoise at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. I am at Artmore Studios. Eric is at I am the swoop. Uh, follow us on YouTube at uh, Talking About Noise Audio Show. <laughs> yes. Uh, I get so close to the end, and then it all kind of goes wonky. No, you're doing great. But the big thing is, uh, if you're on YouTube and watching us on YouTube, uh, and if you're not, you should. I mean, holy smokes. Our production <laughs> value here is amazing. We have... Such yeah. a great glass table here. We do, and uh, we've got cameras and lights. And uh, if you're not if you're not watching us and you're just hearing us, I'm going to verbally describe no, our just, studio okay. here. All right, all right. Just, uh. <laughs> but uh, click the subscribe button down below on YouTube. And if you're uh, if you're on the podcast app, go to YouTube and click the subscribe button down on the, on the bottom there because uh, it's fun when you. They're subscribe. already listening to the podcast. Shut up. Just stick on the podcast. Shut Stay. My analytics are important to me. My precious. Just kidding. Uh, That's all we got, folks. All right. Thank you. Have a good week. week.